Hi listeners, my name is Rahma Ali and welcome to the first episode of The Modest Memoirs. This is a series focused on conversations surrounding the hijab. The hijab is not simply a garment but a complex concept with many layers. Throughout this series, we'll unpack negative connotations as well as positive ones. Over the last few years, it's a topic that's gotten quite the attention on social media and the fashion industry. My own journey with hijab began in 2019. I started really practicing modesty and wearing my hijab full-time when my dad passed away. My journey with Islam grew stronger, and it was without hesitation that wearing my hijab and owning it was the next chapter in my life. I always grew up with my mother and other family members wearing the hijab, but I was never forced to wear it. The decision was my own choice. The misconception that hijabi women are oppressed has always troubled me because reality is wearing the hijab for me is so freeing. Growing up in Toronto, I always felt pressure to keep up with Western societal norms. And my surroundings made me feel like my hijab definitely wasn't the norm. But in the last few years, wearing the hijab has opened my eyes not only to some of the stereotypes we hijabi women face, but to the power embracing my religion can have on my modern Western life. That's why I decided to launch The Modest Memoirs. Whether you are or aren't Muslim, whether you wear the hijab or not, my hope is that you'll take something away from each one of the incredible hijabi women I had the pleasure of speaking with. Thanks for listening. Let's dive in. Hi listeners, this is episode one of The Modest Memoirs and I'm your host, Rahma Ali. Over the last few years, the hijab has taken its place in the fashion industry. Because of models like Halima Aiden, hijabis have entered the chat, the fashion chat that is. Of course, what has also arisen is a question about modesty and fashion in the digital age. It's one that hijabis themselves, honestly, are still trying to figure out. Can fashion and modesty coexist in Islam? And if they can, does that stand to ease the misconception that hijabi women face beyond the fashion industry? Does that kind of public acknowledgement in magazines, on Instagram, and on runways allow for hijabis to be seen in a more positive light in the media and in society in general? They're all important questions, especially knowing that for so long people saw a woman wearing a hijab and thought one thing, oppressed. I really hope this ends up on Muslim TikTok. Hi, lately more and more of my videos on my For You page have been directed to the Muslim community, specifically sisters talking about the hijab and how it should be worn, how it's becoming a um, beauty standard, and the, the things that happen to your psyche when you switch up your hijab style. And I have wanted to talk about it for so long, this as well as other topics relating to Islam, but in a way that is relatable. I am a 20-year-old Muslim hijabi who is living in the western society and my account right now this new one is going to be dedicated to that it's going to be a little community for people to talk about where they're at with their dean help each other improve i don't know if this is going to go anywhere but um sophia Tarek has taken the conversation of hijab to tiktok she has over ninety thousand views on her now viral video sophia is opening up the conversation for young muslims 
and is dedicated to helping build a community on TikTok that can ask questions about Islam, including questions about the hijab and modesty. I sat down with Sophia to talk about her plans for making the most from her social media exposure. Sophia, tell me, what made you start a TikTok account dedicated to the hijab? Uh, it wasn't necessarily dedicated to the hijab, it, but that was the the topic that kind of tipped me over the edge to start a page like that. Um, specifically, uh, growing up in Canada, or at least like where I'm from, the Muslim community that you find yourself around isn't the best. Um, so I did want to just have a community that didn't have that judgment, that was a very safe space for anybody with any doubts, questions, and Questions that are either as specific as they can get or as, like, obvious. Muslim TikTok, as Sophia describes it, can be very judgmental. She wanted to create a space free of that. Let's talk about why starting a conversation about the hijab felt important to you, Sophia. That in the Western culture, the hijab has become more of a beauty standard um, from the hijabi influencers that we see online. Talking about the hijab, maybe your own story, your own hijab journey can help other girls resonate with you so that they don't feel like they're alone. They don't feel like um, if I become a hijabi, I'm gonna lose all my friends. I'm not gonna be as pretty. I'm not gonna um, be good enough for X, Y, Z, which I feel is a mentality a lot of young Muslim girls face. And um, having that outlet or that, that uh, role model to look up to, to say, this person is inspiring to me and this person is wearing a hijab, but they weren't always wearing that hijab. They've had their own struggles and they've learned from it. So I like they can see themselves in that influencer. So I do believe that having that representation and being more open with our hijab journeys, our hijab struggles really helps with the future generations of hijabis, inshallah. Let's discuss the struggle of the hijabis in Western societies. We know that as a Muslim woman, there are certain fashion trends that might not align with the way modesty for hijabis is accepted. Do you think growing up in a Muslim country would be easier as opposed to growing up like you and I did in a multicultural, relatively secular country where Muslims are in the minority? For sure, yeah. Like in the Western world, um, hair is so glorified, different. Um, haircuts, hair colors, you know, with the seasons, everyone's either going blonde or like darker and stuff. And they're really pretty. And I understand the desire to want to do that. There's that worldly desire where you're pulled towards the trends and wanting to fit in, especially like that, a younger hijabi uh, versus, you know, Muslim country where it's easier to incorporate the hijab into your life as you grow older. This got me thinking about the ease of wearing hijab in a Muslim country. When I visit my older sister in Dubai, wearing a hijab is no different than putting on a pair of shoes or grabbing my wallet and keys before heading out. It's so simple, like second nature. Fatima Mohammed was raised in the UK and five years ago, she decided to make the move to Dubai to continue her fashion career. Fatima's hijab journey began 10 months ago Oh, actually, I became a hijabi 10 months ago. <laughs> yeah, 10 months ago. So before that, obviously, like, Islam, like, my faith was always there. Like, obviously, I've had the 
the fundamentals of like the religion instilled in me at a young age so for me it was always there I was always aware but I wasn't practicing so I think when I moved here I knew obviously like I I wasn't I was on and off with it I wouldn't call it the hijab I'd say a turban or just a head cover covering or something mm-hmm. of sort mm-hmm. but when I moved out here and you know, I was exposed to the different people and the niqabis and the hijabis and the abayim wearing locals and it was something that I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, but I still didn't like feel comfortable or I wasn't ready to wear it. So I think a lot had changed as the years went on and that's when I started to get closer to my religion and I started to practice a bit more and to even though I was praying and I was practicing, I still wasn't dressed modestly. Um, and yeah, so I eventually, Ramadan last year, ended up just saying, you know what, I'm going to keep my hijab on. And since then, I've been hijabi, quote unquote. Fashion and hijab. Let's talk about the correlation. What has it been like working in the fashion industry in a Muslim country? I feel like it's it angered me at first because... Yeah. Remember, I wasn't a stylist when I actually moved here. I was a stylist in the UK, but not when I moved here. And a lot of the times when I was on set, they'd hire stylists who didn't even know the meaning or how to even like implement the hijab. Or the, just the meaning of a hijab, they'd be like, oh yeah, it's Shayla, this is how you wear it. Mm-hmm. So I found myself having to step up and style the model, even though it wasn't my role. So it was a bit annoying. It's like, okay, you live in a Muslim country, you work here, and you can't even style a hijab. So not only are the people, bearing in mind the companies that I worked for were owned by Muslim people. Yeah. Like, so not only were they not conscious of who they were hiring, but also people on set didn't really, it wasn't a big, a big thing. Like, I'll just hire any, any stylist. Like, not, not okay, a person that actually understands the religion and understands the, the region and how we should implement X, Y, and Z. But yeah. it's just like, let's just get everyone. So I think when I actually moved here, when I actually, sorry, when I actually started styling, it was more so like people would be always like, okay, let's get this, let's get her, let's get her. Because I understood the importance of hijab being modest. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like there's a fine line between modesty and the hijab in the fashion industry? And I think that's not only in the fashion fashion industry, I think that's a lot of people. Um, and unless you are actually not not necessarily practicing, but you've kind of like seeked knowledge in that field, you'll know that the hijab means more than you know it's not an exterior thing it's more of an interior like you need you you know there's more to it so i think when you get people who don't know anything but fashion not to even be like i don't want to insult anyone or anything you can't necessarily expect them to now understand your religion you know so i think maybe they should i think i feel like when i've seen shoots where people have actually put a hijab on a model and then she's wearing clothes that are like exposed in certain areas and posing in ways that are not very modest like so it's like okay you tried but you still don't get it so you know you can't put a hijab on a model who's got a crop top on crouching on the floor it doesn't make sense in islam haya is the arabic term for modesty, a word which describes both shyness and a deeper connection that is faith-based. Salwa Ahmed and Hin Mundar 
are both in the healthcare field in Dubai. Salwa is an OBGYN resident and Hind is in residency for internal medicine. I sat down with Hind and Salwa to casually have a conversation about modesty and working in healthcare. Hind, tell me, what is it that you struggle with most when it comes to modesty? I just think like life is tempting. Yeah. Um, it's tough for me, for example, when I go shopping. Mm-hmm. I love clothes. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I really love clothes. It's and it's not a, like stores around you. The world around you is not like made to cater for hijabis. Yes. Um, so it's just when you go to stores, you see cute outfits, cute crop tops, backless things, and you just want these things. You want them because they feel like. Yeah, it feel they feel like a norm, but also clothes are a way of expression. Yeah, and you just feel like you want to wear this because it feels like you, but you can't. And now you have to find another way of expressing yourself as a hijabi, also using your clothes if, if that's the way that you want to express yourself. Salwa grew up wearing the hijab from a young age. Throughout her teen life, her relationship with hijab fluctuated. Let's talk about that, Salwa. Um, so grade five, I started to take off my hijab when I go to school. I uh, every I would go to school with a hijab, and then as soon as I get to school, put my hijab in the bag, mm-hmm. fix my hair a little bit, look cute, cute, <laughs> <laughs> and go about my day. Um, so I did that for a long time. I had a, a very on and off relationship with the hijab. I felt like um, I couldn't be close to Allah without wearing a hijab and taking a hijab seriously, without praying and without wearing a hijab. So every time I would try to get close to Allah, I would start praying and then I would start taking my hijab seriously. And uh, my friends were very confused because one day I'd be wearing a hijab and then literally a week later, I don't have a hijab on anymore. So, but I, I, to me, that was normal because all my sisters were doing it. Mm-hmm. So it was very normal. Like you, you wear hijab one day and you don't wear hijab the next day. Fast forward around um, when I was 20 years old, I made the decision to wear hijab forever, full time. Mm-hmm. And I've been wearing hijab full time ever since then. Hijabis in the workplace normally feel like the odd ones out in the Western society. That isn't the case for Salwa and Hind. Working in a Muslim country, hijab feels more like a part of uniform than something out of the ordinary. Um, especially at the hospital. Um, it's a government facility, so you have to be modest when you come to the hospital. Like even the patients, they have to wear like uh, skirts up to their knees or things covering their shoulders. Mm. And whenever a patient comes in with like really short shorts or like a, a boob tube, everybody's <laughs> looking at them like, who is that? Like you can't come to a governmental place looking no. like that. Yeah, that's true. And that's probably how people feel in, like you, Rahma, yeah. you're probably feeling like people are looking at you because to be honest, if a patient comes in looking like that, everybody's looking at them. And when you're wearing hijab in a place where people don't wear hijab, then they, that's why exactly. that's how they're looking at yeah. you. Yeah. It's yeah. the opposite. You stick it's out. The opposite. Literally the opposite. Like yeah. over here, the norm is modesty and everybody's wearing hijab. Mm. And if you're not like everybody, especially in government facilities, but when you go outside like to cute places, Palm island downtown yeah everybody's like the western side of the world in the holy quran god says "O children of adam we have provided you with garments to cover your bodies as well as for luxury but the best garment is the garment of righteousness these are some of god's signs that they may take heed surah al-a'raf chapter 7 verse 26 what do you think of when you think characteristics of hijab? I think somebody who um, is not arrogant, somebody mm-hmm. who's not loud, mm-hmm. somebody who um, covers their beauty. Because one of the things in the Quran talks about cover, like when it told the Prophet to tell the women to cover their beauty mm-hmm. and not make it apparent. Mm-hmm. 
Modesty is inner as much as it is outer. I am your host, Rahma Ali. Join us on the next episode of The Modest Memoirs. Thank you.